Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. Okay. And I am S. Foster. And this is Viewers Anonymous, the podcast. What's going on, my guy? Uh man, feeling good, feeling great. Uh can't complain, you know, working on some things. Uh some stuff on the side. See if we can get some stuff. Get some stuff rolling, man. But at the same time, man, it's still you know, at least in my mind, highly anticipated podcast on the way, man, with the four three. Um you accidentally butt dialed us uh last night and you know me and the guys we ended up just staying on the line, chopping it up, talking about how Brady is or ain't the goat and all this type stuff and man Facts. everybody's excited, man. Facts. Everybody's excited to get this thing going, man. We was all Speaking waiting on you, man. We was like, like he's the one started the phone call. I know, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I was de- I was a little down. You know what I'm saying? From the weather, I mean, bad weather down. Or however you say that stuff, man. I was I was down bad just for that. Uh, I was asleep though. I had to I had to get some rest, man. It was um it wasn't looking too good for your boy, man. I was here, um, looking like I uh looking like I was fading away. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I was I was like Spider Man in Endgame, man. Mr. Stark, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was on the couch, you know what I'm saying, out of commission. But nah, it, um, man, it, it's super exciting, man. Shout out to um, shout out to JD Oracle, man, for name for dubbing it the Pentapod. I think that's a super cool little um, tag that we got on there. Yes, and, sir. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, I, I'm excited. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm pretty excited, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? We get to finally talk about football. This is the time that we all been waiting for. Um, last night, you know what I'm saying? We got a, a nice little taste of uh, what's the call. I know y'all got to talking about Tom Brady, but everybody knows my sentiments, man. They know that I'm a Peyton Manning stan. I think Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback to ever touch a football field. Um, anybody want to argue, they know where to find me at. But outside of that, man, I'm I'm <laughs> hey listen. September fifteenth, man. We go we going in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I was gonna ask you how you doing, but I mean you pretty much said it right there. Uh, <laughs> I so. feel, I'm feeling a tad bit better today. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Uh that's great to hear, man. Uh like I spoke like I spoke up the last time we was on because you was a little down then and I was just like, yo, you yeah. know what I'm we all we all have our days, but we all bounce back. You know, we all bounce back. That's the that's the, that's the whole purpose of life, man. You know what I'm saying? You get knocked down and you bounce back. And to right. bounce back, why? That's where it be at. That's where it be. Hell at, yeah! Man. I know man, all about listen. bouncing back. Oh, I, trust me, I know you do, man. Uh, you know, and fortunately for me, I didn't. You know, what I'm saying I ain't had to deal with the things you had to deal with. You know, what I'm saying you had to come back from a real injury. You know what I'm saying? I'm just coming back from a little little head cold, but <laughs> hey man, listen, this bad boy. I I got nervous for a minute. I thought the boy had the vid, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't want to say nothing. <laughs> hey, I ain't want to say nothing, but I was I was talking all that trash to everybody at work. 
But I didn't know what had it. I was like, oh, no. I was sitting on the couch. I was like, oh, no. I was like, man. I said, I can't go out like this. I said, not like this, Lord. This. <laughs> man, it would have been all bad. All bad, man. So, this is the Friday episode. Yes, um, sir. You know what I'm saying? The segment that we got for this one, it's, uh, it's what we're watching, Every- man. And oh I'm, yeah! I'm, oh yeah! Oh yeah! I, oh, I got one. I got one for you. Ready? I got one for you. I'm well, ready. Let's get into it then. Let's get into it then. So, um, what we watching? Uh, for anybody who is new to the pod, man, this is what um, this is a segment we do each and every Friday to tell people something that. Uh, we just caught up with or something that we've been watching for a long time. We just haven't mentioned yet. Um, it's a, it's pretty much just an extra chance for us to um, shout out some things that, um, you know what I'm saying? We like to uh, watch and, um, you know what I'm saying? Get people interested outside of uh, the main focal point of our show. So, um, man, what you got for us, bro? Yo, been waiting for a minute. Uh, finally got the second season of Wu Tang, an American saga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's, on, oh, yeah. it's on Hulu, man. It's on Hulu. They, they gave us the first three episodes and then they're going to drop, you know, one a week. So I got the first three episodes in and now we, we've gotten to the point where they're revealing how they came up with their names. Not everybody. Um, right. You know, Ghostface, they talk about how he got his. The people that, that came up with their names at this point is Raekwon, uh, the last episode, the third one, Wizard told the reasons and how he came up with his name. A.K.A. Bobby Digital. Yes. And uh, that there was a scene where they said, yo, they were talking to Dave, uh, Dave East plays Method Man. Right. And like they was like in the hallway, and they were like, Man, you did this, man. He really is the method man. Mm-hmm. And it was just like then you can kind of see, like, oh, this is where he came up with Method Man. So, you know, old Dirty ain't got his name yet. See, that's old, the only reason I want to watch. I want to see how they do old dirty, man. Cause that's that's well, you know, it's played by his son. I did not know that. That's dope. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So uh it's He's he's but he's an interesting dude. But he goes. So he go I got a question. I got a question. Okay. When they so have they start rapping yet? See, this is the thing about the Wu Tang. Like so, in this second season, it started out with you know the Wizard. You know he's still going by Bobby, but like right. See, the season ended with with Bobby and his mom. Dad and sister, they moved to Ohio because really, yeah, because uh, that's dope. Bobby quote unquote shot somebody, mm-hmm. so they left to Ohio and Ghostface went with him because Ghostface is dating his sister. Oh, okay. And then she ended up getting pregnant, and she had a baby in the second episode of the second season, and like so. He's not really doing no music, you know, and so Ghostface ain't either. The only person that's really doing music at this point is Raekwon. Oh, okay. so Raekwon, he, 
Yeah, man, he was going by Sha, um, which uh-huh. is you know his name or whatever. So the only people that was and like Meth would like rap in the streets, but he wasn't really wasn't really like recording anything or nothing like that. Um, like you God ain't rapping, Old Dirty ain't really rapping. But one thing that they did do before, let me see. I can't remember how many episodes it was. So let's say they did 10 episodes the first season. What he ended up doing was, you remember he came out as Prince Hakeem first. Uh-huh. And he got signed to a label. The Wizard did. Uh-huh. And so Wizard came out with that, that one song that I think he regrets doing. Because like he didn't even really like the song from the jump. But like they were just like, you know, you can get radio play, all this type shit. So he ended up doing a song, making a video for the song. He felt that it wasn't his character and all this type shit. So he just kind of did it for the label. What what ended up happening is while he had while he was still on the label, he brought all the people in and they all laid a verse down on his track. And it was one of his tracks, like where he had, you know, he put a beat together and like they did their normal Wu-Tang shit. One person go in the booth, come out, other person go in the booth, come out, all this type shit. Yeah. So while they was making that record, the music producer dude comes in and like, yo, the single ain't really moving. Sorry, we're going to have to drop you. Mm-hmm. And so nothing was ever made of that record that he had everybody come in and spit on. Oh, so the, the record never seen the light of day because he ended up getting dropped from the label. So it's like where they are right now, second season, third episode, Bobby has went back. Well, the wizard went back to New York mm-hmm. and now he's linking back up with everybody, you know, oh, trying God. to get everybody together to, you know, Tell him that he got this plan of the Wu Tang Clan and just a whole bunch of us that we gonna form a group and you know super group and all this type of shit. But See, right, I'm, cool. I'm interested though. I'm interested um, because because you were saying how you know what I'm saying like Dave East is playing Method Man and Dave East is a real rapper. So yeah, my thing is I want to know if he's actually imitating Method Man's style because Method Man had a very distinct style. Yes. Everybody is. The Ooh. only thing that sucks is I hate the actor that's playing the wizard because he's trying uh-huh. to sound and like talk with wizard's cadence. Right. And he sounds kind of funny doing it. Yeah. And I can't do that. <clears throat> yeah. And then the person who I look, I've said this to you countless times, and I told you, Ray Corn is in my top ten. Yeah. And old dude. Is doing the same thing where he's trying to talk in the same cadence and rap the same way that he does. Is it that's one of the hardest person to duplicate? Like you yeah. cannot duplicate the chef, man. Yeah, he's doing a good job at it, mm-hmm. but it's just like, dude, like we talking Raekwon. He got one of the most you unique see, that's, voices that's out there. That's what I'm there. saying. That's that's why I'm I'm interested to see whether Davies can get this down because in a lot of Method Man's tracks. Back in, especially back in the day, he do that a lot of times where he catching his breath, and then I want to hear him hit the Takao a couple times too. So I'm interested to see how Davies pull this off because he's an actual rapper. So for him, I think it'll be a little bit easier. 
only because he knows how to do breath control, cadence, and all that kind of stuff. But I'm interested to see how he pulled that off. Now, you also got to realize, early, you don't see a lot of meth. Right. Meth had a job. You know, he used to work at the, uh, uh, the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't really in the streets like that. You know, so you don't see a lot of Dave East. And like I say, he hasn't even really rapped like in a studio. But I think okay. we're getting to that because like I said, they're getting to the point where you you're about to see the process of 36 Chambers. Like that's coming. Like I would say around like the fifth or sixth episode, we're gonna start seeing them actually coming in and, and you know doing you know making their steps towards 36 Chambers. But it's a mm-hmm. good show, man. I'm invested. I've always been like Wu Tang is in my top three of all time rap groups. You know, so wow. Okay, that's that's pretty high. Yeah, man. I've always I've always I've always been a fan, but the thing but but this is the thing, man. The Wu Tang is the most monumental group ever, just in the fact of they is the first and probably the only because I don't think nobody's done it because you don't really got groups no more. Mm-hmm. They had a record label as Wu Tang and had them agree to say we got our individual shit too, and they can sign with different rap labels and uh-huh. still be a part of the group and still will still be signed to a label as a group as a collective, right. but then they can go off and do their own thing because I think Method Man was like the first one to go. He went to Def Jam. Mm-hmm. As Method Man, but he still got a record deal in the yep. group of Wu Tang. It's like, come on, man! Like, like that's 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 crazy. That's fire. That that's is fire. crazy I think, to think. I think. I think the only other person that did that out of a group, I think, was Q Tip. Don't quote me on it, but I want to say Q Tip did that same thing. I don't know if everybody else did in uh, Tribe, but I think Q Tip did that same thing. Dude, that is that is wild, man. Yeah, I got I got Wu Tang pretty high, man. But you, but you know, I mean, come on, man. You I mean, outcast, man. Yeah, uh, of course, of course. Like, you want to know who you want to know who slowly inching up towards like my my top three groups. Uh oh, exclusive. The dude, remember I mentioned them. I mentioned them when we did that. Yeah, uh, yeah. when we did that locks. Did yeah. Some shit. Yeah. Listen, the Migos, man, they, hey, listen, before it's all said and done, they might be one of the greatest rap groups of all time. Hey, they, they, they on a good path, man. They on a yes. good path. Yes. And, and the chemistry is there. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that you can't, like in football, they said the it factor. Yep. You, when you're talking about cadence and, and, and a feel for each other, like they they just got it. That chemistry, they just got it. I don't yeah, know if it, that they the, related. They grew up together. No, they they related. They are they are uh, they are related. But not only that, they've been together for so long. The fact that they, you know, what I'm saying, it's just like like we talked about with the locks. They done been together for so long. They know how to, you know, what I'm saying. I feel like if they can get their um, performances down, if they can add, you know, what I'm saying, like actually. Get that performance, how the locks had theirs down. I think the Migos are easily cut into being one of the best rap groups of all time. Um, to me, and I feel like that's just off of influence alone, but um, yeah, man, I am watching um, Night Stalker. 
the hunt for a serial killer. It's about oh. um, it's about the original Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, um, who basically had you know what I'm saying almost a year long stint in um, I think it was the mid <coughs> excuse me the mid eighties in California, um, and he was going around and uh, he was killing people. <clears throat> so it's out on Netflix. Um, currently on episode three. Uh, make sure you guys go check it out. It's very interesting. If um, if you've seen the documentary about the Cecil Hotel, that is also mentioned in this documentary. I believe he was also mentioned in the Cecil Hotel documentary as well. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's just one of those things that if you're in the murder mystery, this is the perfect thing. Um, this is one of the perfect things for you to uh, check out. It was actually uh, requested by the homegirl, VJ. So shout out to VJ. Um, she told me about it, and she pretty much got me hit. I did my Googles on it, checked it out. So I'm on episode three right now, and uh, I ain't gonna lie, man, it's it's fire. Um, speaking of uh, VJ, go check out the um, Murder V Rope Pod if y'all into murder and uh, murder mystery crime and all that. Go check her pod out. Very dope. Um, she has a lot of a lot of good stories on there. Yeah, I see she dropped that, uh, dropped the uh, H.H. Holmes. Yeah. I, have, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm, I, I definitely got it in the queue. Yeah, I, I started it, but I ain't finished it yet, but I'm definitely going to finish it. Um, She had one about, uh, I think it was the one before that. Let me go back and check. I had to, I had to pause it at work, man, because it was getting a little dark. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> my goodness. So I don't know if I'm be able to do this one with all these people around me. Um, which one was it? Oh yeah, the uh, Robert Hansen episode, the, the Butcher Baker of Alaska. That that got super dark. So yeah, y'all go y'all go check that out, man. If you're into murder mystery, if you're into crime and all that good stuff, go check out the Murder V Rope Pod. Yes, sir, man. Hey, yeah, man. man. So, um, are you ready? Man, let's let's do this, man. Let's do this. Are you this. gonna be able I'm, to handle this, man? Hey, what? I'm good. Are you good? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. Question. I'm excited. I'm 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 good. I'm just interested to see how you even gonna bring this in. I was waiting. I was like, yo, I want him to bring this in because I'm interested oh, to see on. where you gonna start. Come on, let me tell you something. Um, first and foremost, this is. Whew. This is probably and not even probably. Um, this is to me the finest woman out of the nineties, uh, movie era. She was probably the most one of the most mentioned um most mentioned actresses in hip hop. Um matter of fact, she even got a song named after in the two thousands. Shout out to Hurricane Chris. Um, if you listen to the episode before, you already know who we're talking about. Helen from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, the, the, the most beautiful woman to, to grace the screen, Halle Berry, man. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you, boy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I can't, I can't wait for this episode, bro. Yeah. This woman has not, this woman has not dropped off. Not one bit. 55, my guy. Listen. And 
not not dropped off one bit. I don't know if I don't know if she's getting Botox or whatever, but whatever it is, it's working. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She she I mean she don't look like she aged, man. She looked the exact same as she looked in Boomerang. Dude, okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of different holidays, man. Mm-hmm. I think Boomerang was my favorite. I don't know, man. It's like she just got that short hair. I don't know. It was just like yeah. it, it fit. Like it fit like a glove, man. It fit like a glove. I, okay. I think look, Hollywood. So I got a comparison for you. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of comparison because Holly Berry. Oh, you is said what, Boomerang was your favorite Holly Berry? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, man, the short hair got me. I don't know. Wait, I don't know why. Wait a minute. So you just gonna cross over the fact that she played Storm? No, I love her storm. You That's know, she the was finest the, Halle Berry. She, she was the first, like, she's the one who started this platinum hair thing, man. Facts. She started. Like, listen, People. that that I she can shock me with any thunderbolt. <laughs> clouds, she can put me in any twister she creates. She can freeze me with all the snow in the world. That that woman was the one in, in X Men. Man, I was yeah. I could I I still watch that movie. No, no, no! Like, don't get me wrong. Like, no. L- listen, first of all, like, Holly Berry just and she just, had on that leather suit. I mean, she had the leather suit on the Catwoman too. Yeah, Catwoman was corny though. Like, if it wasn't for her, that would have been a corny movie. I mean, it was a corny movie. Like nah, Catwoman, she, she made it. She she leveled it up just a little bit. She did. She did. Uh, they, they the choices that they've been making for Catwoman have been interesting though. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? To go from uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. and then you go to Holly Berry, and then you go to Anne Hathaway, which, yeah. I mean, I ain't mad at them. Arthur I just Kitt, don't forget about Eartha Kitt. Yeah, Eartha Eartha Kitt. Kitt yeah, she did it before they all did. Yeah. So it's just been, it, I don't know, man. It's like, I don't know. But anyway, so I was sitting here thinking about this shit today. A lot of people don't know that Holly Berry is mixed, right? You know what I'm saying? White moms, black dad. But she's always carried herself as a black woman. But the thing is, Holly Berry looks like a black woman. But when you go to the opposite approach, when it's the other way around, because this is the whole little comparison thing that I was talking about, because a lot of people don't know that she's mixed because she looked black. But then yeah. you got on the other side, you got Mariah Carey, which is they don't even know she black. They don't even know she black. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And she carries herself like a white woman. So I was thinking yeah. about that shit today, and I was like, yo. Like, they are the same, but on a totally opposite spectrum. But yeah. Mariah Carey got a white dad. So, mm-hmm. typically, a lot of the times when the dad is white, the kid is usually a little a little on a lighter side most of the nah, time. No, that's not true at all. I just said most of the time. I just say all the time. Yeah, I better say, yeah. Usually, that ain't that ain't really true, because I done seen some people with white daddies, and you be like, wait a minute. 
You got a white daddy? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I mean, like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, because I mean, look, I got mixed kids, and one and one of them is a whole lot lighter than the other one. <laughs> and, <laughs> but that one, he took a lot of DNA from his mama. But <laughs> but the thing is, it's just like it's always been interesting to to look at those two dynamics because both of them was coming up in their primes in the nineties. And right. they both was on the opposite sides. And it it just it was just interesting to watch both of them and really even both of their careers. Mm-hmm. But this is this is about Holly Berry. So Holly Berry to me, you know, to be in the Miss America pageant and you know not win and you know, I think she came in like second or third place mm-hmm. in Miss America, but in the world she came in sixth place in 1986. So for her to to come onto the scene as a quote unquote beauty queen mm-hmm. and to go into this acting thing, it, you already know what the thing is going to be. You're going to get roles because you're pretty. No, 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 all this type shit. Mm-hmm. She literally turned herself into a legitimate legitimate actress early to where you can't even say that she's getting these roles because she's pretty. She's getting these roles because she got talent. Yeah. Point blank, period. Like, for her to, because, look, we talked about this before, like, not in depth, but like we talked about before where the things that especially women that they have to go through to get these roles and to stay, you know, prominent and like, for instance, right? Uh-huh. Did you know Cameron Diaz retired? No. So she retired, but she was kind of forced in retirement. Because think about the type of actress that Cameron Diaz is. What mm-hmm. kind of role can she play? Mm. Uh, See what I'm saying? Well, uh, to me, just knowing her history, well, knowing her, yeah, her history and seeing the things that she's played before, um, she can, she, she really got a, a nice little range. I mean, like, because if you think about it, if you go from Charlie's Angel to, like, The Mask, like, those are two totally different characters. But, but she played she, both of them. Yeah, but she played a... When you look at Cameron Diaz's career, she's mostly playing, like, a quirky, kind of, you know, dumb blonde that can fight sometimes, all this other shit like that. She don't really... You never really seen her play, like, a straight-up mom in a movie. Mm. And see, I she's at... I don't, I'm not sure about that. She's not really the mom type of actress type of person. You know what I'm saying? So I bring that up to say this. I bring that up because Holly Berry is so well versed, dude, for her to play a crackhead a couple of times, for her to play a college student, for her to play an executive of a company. For her to play in BAPS, where she's like a straight up like mm-hmm. comedian, like mm-hmm. 
for her to play a psychiatrist. Like she she is all over the spectrum, dude. Where we've seen her in so many different lights. And for her to be as fine as she is, for her to start where she started and to build a career to be a straight up serious actress. Right. I don't know no other rises like this, man. I mean, because I mean, we really, we really talking about just, you know what I'm saying? Like the range of everything. Like, don't forget, like, speaking of Cameron Diaz, like, she was in Gangs in New York, you know what I'm saying? Which really wasn't a comedy. Um, she was in Vanilla Sky, you know what I'm saying? She did, um, she did any given Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Like she has those, she has those, um, those roles to where she can actually do something dramatic or actually be, um, you know what I'm saying? Like actually be serious. I think that she just goes more for the, um, I think she goes more towards those comedy roles because it's, it's, it's probably a lot more fun. But outside of that, like, she fits, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what she really fits to me, at least. Because she seems more comfortable in that, in those uh, roles. Um, and, like, you know what I'm saying? She's done voice actor work for Shrek. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she has those, she has some type of range. You know what I'm saying? Um, but with Halle Berry, I think what you're saying is for her to, for her to do so many different um, for her to be in so many gen- different genres, like she's been in horror, she's been in um, action, she's been in, you know what I'm saying, superhero movies, she's been in drama, she's been in, you know what I'm saying, um, pretty much really everything. She's touched basically every genre at this point. Because um, she's, she's been in the game since, what, the late 80s, early 90s. So she has a very extensive catalog. Um but like you said, for her for her to go from um, being a, a a crack addict in in you know what I'm saying in um, Jungle Fever, and then turning that around to doing Losing Isaiah, and then turning that around to doing Baps, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody expected her to come out with a movie like Baps, but you know what I'm saying? Like even in Baps, she kind of showed her range too because. It was it was comical, but they had those serious parts in there to where she really had to do some some sort of acting. So no, I one hundred percent agree with you when you're saying that you know what I'm saying her rise, especially the way she had to do it, is very unique. Um, I don't I don't really see anybody else really coming out of that either. Um, probably the closest the closest I could think of would probably be like a. Um, I don't know somebody else from that era, like a Nia Long or, um, I don't man, um, Vanessa Williams maybe. Nah, not really even Vanessa. But you Williams. know what? That's what she started though. Light skin Vanessa Williams. She was yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. She was a she, person, and she won. Yeah, and she won. Yeah, yeah. She but see, with with her, she her thing was different because she did music. Yeah, and on top of doing too. music, she was acting as well. So she had a plethora of things going on. I mean, just strictly like you saying, just straight, you know what I'm saying, coming from one area to going into another and like 
taking off like a rocket. You know what I'm saying? Like she, I mean, her her range is so dynamic because it's like, like I'm saying, like what what genre hasn't she touched? She did horror with Gothica. She's done thrillers with um, I forgot what's the one movie where she was on the phone as the uh, the call. Yeah, the operator helping the little. I yeah. think it was like the little girl or something like that. Yeah, um, the girl was in the trunk. Dude, she was in the Flintstones movie, the live action Flintstones movie as the assistant. Dude, you want to talk about thrillers, dude? One of my favorite <laughs> Holly Berry movies, dude. I don't know if you ever seen it, Perfect Stranger with Bruce Willis. Uh, I think I seen some of it. Yeah, that movie dope. That's, yeah, that's, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. And then, um, not only that, like. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just imagine all of the stuff that she's, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the stuff that she's done. So Dude, X-Men. Um, she was Storm, man. Th- there we go. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, live action X-Men movie. Like, yo, she she's done some, some work, bro. She's done some real live work. One of, one of my, as far as performance, anytime... Anytime there's a situation where you are, how do I put this? Because I want to say, I mean, technically she was playing two characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie and Alice. Oh, yeah. Like, for her to, for her to play that character. Like, I seen that movie late. Like, it came out in 2010, but I didn't see it until, like, last year or something. Like, I was just sitting around trying to find something to watch. And I think it was one of those situations where I can't – I think it was on Netflix. And, like, you know how Netflix will – when you have it on the movie, like, it'll play, like, a little preview for it. And so I'm sitting there looking at the preview, and I'm like, Okay, this this movie looks looks kind of alright. Let me let me see what this movie all about. So I click on it, and I'm like, yo, like I slipped on this. Like I never, it, it wasn't it wasn't highly promoted. Like it wasn't really, I don't know. It was just one of those movies that was just just really kind of under the radar. And so I watched it, and I was like, yo, the script was good. But for someone to play a person with split personalities, Frankie was a black girl. Alice was a white girl. Which, I mean, she already lives in both of those worlds as is anyway. So I'm not going to say that that was the most difficult thing that she had to deal with because, I mean, like I said earlier, she carries herself like a black woman. You know right. what I'm saying? But she also grew up with her mom, so you know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure she got black and white friends, so I don't think it was like the absolute most difficult thing for her to do is to play a black woman as Frankie and a white woman as Alice. Like, I don't think it was, you know, so crazy to the point where it was unheard of, but I just thought that her performance in that, it was slept on, man. You know, it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to play Two characters, man. You know what I watched the other day? This is strictly ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but I just right. think it's a good movie. I've already seen it before, but I just watched it again. But I really love the actress in this movie. But um, I just watched what happened to Monday for no reason. 
Like, I just watched that shit just to watch it. And it's just like, this motherfucker played seven people. Like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, for somebody to, to do that, man, it's, now, don't get me wrong, like, she had the same cadence in her voice and all that type of shit, so she didn't have to, like, change her voice for different characters and all of that type of stuff. She just had to change, basically, their demeanors and all of that type of shit, but I think that anytime an actor or an actress have to do something with like that just shows the range that somebody have and the range that she has man it is just so all over the place and for her to I mean yo like she was a straight up superhero uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, here we go. <laughs> get it out, get it out. <laughs> I was about to say, here we go. Yo, she played a straight up superhero. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Hey, hey, boy, you rubbing off on me. That's a tough one, but, ain't uh, it? Hey, I'm telling you, hero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, this woman got so much talent, dude. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that. Now, some people are going to take this as a slight. But I got a good comparison, though. A lot of people say for you to be great at one thing, there's going to be other things where you're not going to be as great at. Where I'm going with this is Holly Berry has been married like four times. Amen. And <laughs> Never but, go Eric Benet. Hey, let the baddest woman in the world get away. You hear me? Um, I'm I, now people in there made jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna do that today. People shout know out to the David jokes. Justice. <laughs> yeah, shout out to David Justice. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta Braves. Oh um, my God. But you know the the, the joke is. I mean, look, we got to be honest on this podcast. The joke is that, man, it, it, it's, it's probably trash. We don't know No, it, it can't I, be. That's what I heard. It I, can't be. Not that. Nah, I heard I it, know, heard it. Bro. I know. Did, but, you, did you not see Billy Bob Thornton, bro? And I know, we, I know we vowed not to bring this up, but you seen Billy Bob Thornton, bro. He couldn't handle we, it. We, we did. But you got to remember, around that time, mm-hmm. he was fucking with Angelina Jolie. That and this is where Angelina Jolie was. You remember when nah, she had that orange not, tip at the bottom of her head? She, she wasn't Halle Berry, though. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, yeah. I don't mean it that way. I mean it like Angelina Jolie was going through a period of her life where she was just like, you know what it was? It was like she did, girl interrupted, and then like she turned into that girl. Like it was just weird. Like she just got like nutty. Yeah, like you would see like crazy pictures of her. Like she just, oh. she just her hair was weird. <laughs> he was with Billy Bob Thornton around hey, that listen, time, bro. They was the they was like the savage couple, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that scene in Monster Ball that mm-hmm. looked like that's how him and Angelina Jolie had sex all the time. Like that's oh, what it just looked like. Look, he was definitely on cocaine during that scene. Had to be definitely had to be hardcore. That's, you know the only, that's the only way he was going to be able to keep up with that. That booger sugar. You know what I'm yes. saying? So, Colombian. <laughs> Colombian. I mean, look, that's, that's what the rumors was. I just think that 
now that I'm older, I just think that she was so great at her craft that mm. maybe she just wasn't the best wife. Is what I'm I saying. don't. I wouldn't even say the best wife because it's like it's not like she was marrying niggas who was just like had regular nine to fives like us. She was marrying other famous niggas. So it's like no. I sure. think what happened was niggas that she was married realized nigga I'm married to Halle Berry and if she leave off another nigga might get her. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Sweet. yo, it it was like. In the early two thousands, dude, like the, the the things that was going around about Holly Berry, man. I mean, just the stuff that I was just hearing, like, and we talking about like before social media, like people were just making these assumptions that you know that she was trash, and it's just like, I don't know, man. Well, that's too crazy. Fine, like, man. how do you how do you just assume because she had more than one more one or two husbands that she got trash boxed, like? Man, I'm not saying. Hey, I just say I. Right. No, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, like, just in general, like that was just the consensus. Like after we find out she'd been married four four times, like no. Usually, when they get married four times, usually that's because they have great box. Obviously, I mean, some got them niggas to propose to her. She wasn't marrying them. Hey, Hollyberry looked like I shouldn't be doing this. Hollyberry looked Dude. like if. If you just like laying in the bed and you just roll over and you look over there, you'd be like, yo, this is Holly Berry. Like, bro, you gonna fall in love, bro. I'm telling you. Like, if you roll over and see Holly Berry, bro, like sleeping, you gonna fall in love, bro. Hey. It's like looking it's like looking at a baby deer. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> I swear, like your heart gonna melt. That's how fine she hey. is, bro. Hey, yo, this 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 is crazy, like. Dude, the 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 women in the nineties, dude. Man, listen, that's the the nineties has to be the greatest era in human history. I don't care what it is. Nothing beats the hip hop of the nineties. Nothing beats the movies of the nineties. Nothing beats the women of the nineties. Like the nineties has to be like even the women born in the nineties, they grew up to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm telling you, something about the nineties. I don't know what happened in the nineties. I don't know what alien came in the 90s, but the 90s was like the greatest 10 year period in human history. Dude, it like man, like, oh man, crazy, crazy. We shouldn't be doing this. But okay, so Holly Berry. Now, since since we there, <coughs> since we there, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the good shit. Yeah. So she won her first Academy Award as best mm-hmm. actress in Monsters mm-hmm. Okay, not only that, Why that what happened in two thousand and one, man, popper to win an Oscar. Shout out to Jada Kid. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm trying to be serious. I am too, so man. She, I just had to get so, that on my chest. So she become the first and only woman of color to win that award. Uh-huh. Fucking crazy. Now, yeah, I'm gonna go now. I'm 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 going down that road with you because I'm still, I still feel a way. You know who you because, know who also should have that award though? And I don't mean to cut to you me. off, but Viola Davis. She should have been had that award, bro. Yeah, she should have been had it. She should have been had that award. But we ain't gonna we ain't gonna run off into a tangent on that. I just gotta get that out there. Viola Davis should have been had that. This is true. This is true. Um so I hate to keep saying this, man. 
training day. Uh-huh. Don't get me yeah. wrong, man. Yeah. It was a great right. performance. Don't get me wrong. Right. But like, like, he also is at some glory. He, he wanted glory. He wanted nah, for best support. To, that's what, he exactly. wasn't the main actor, though. Don't matter. It don't matter. He should have got the main actor. Nobody gives a damn about Matthew Broderick. Nobody cares about Matthew Broderick, man. Morgan should have won in. Shit. Somebody else besides giving something to Matthew Broderick. Nobody care about Matthew Broderick. I I I understand, but it's just like there's been so many iconic roles that he plays. Yeah. It's like y'all gonna give it to him for this. Yeah. And it's like even even Holly Berry, dude. He should have like, got it from Malcolm X too. <laughs> yeah, and, but you know the, the the politics in that. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like when you look at the main roles that she played, because mm-hmm. like, because there's some movies, like some of her, some of her movies that are like my favorite movies. She wasn't like the main actress. You okay. know what I'm saying? Now, granted, Monster Ball came out before Gothica, so I can't really say. But when I look at when you look at IMDb, like that was really like the first time. I mean, like I mean, she was the main actress in Baps, but you ain't gonna win no award for no Baps. She could have so, got one for comedy. I think she did. I think they did a great job as far as like co- comedically. No. I did. I think they did a great job in Baps. Yeah, for com- I mean, like she's not gonna win Best Actress for Baps, man. Oh no, like, no, come no, on. no not, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just looking at it, and it's like there was really nothing before that where. She would have won it. Like to me, as well, the, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, let me see. Um, oh, okay. I'm lying. I'm lying. My bad. My bad. That's my mistake. And stop mm-hmm. losing Isaiah. She showed her ass in that. There we go. Yeah, I'm about to say. I'm about to, it had to be. She showed, her ass, she showed her ass in, in, in losing Isaiah. Mm-hmm. For her to play a crackhead who lost her yeah. child. And then this white woman adopted the child, and she wanted her mm-hmm. child back. And, and and the performance that she gave in that, tears mm-hmm. came instantly. You know what I'm saying? She didn't use no eye drops. I don't know this as a fact, but I'm just saying, the 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 tears came instantly, man. Um, yeah. That that that's another one of those movies, man. Slept on. Don't nobody don't nobody really talk about it. It ain't really on nothing. Mm-hmm. But like, she killed that, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She killed that. But you know what I'm saying? She did she did my guy. She did my guy wrong in the program though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dar- you know what I'm saying? Darnell, Darnell just trying to, you know what I'm saying, meet the parents. And then yeah. she gonna sit there and you know what I'm saying, ghost my man. <laughs> that, that's messed up, man. You know? Man, and then, like no, that, this is the thing. No, this is the thing though. This is what pissed me off about her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So she showed him around the campus. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying she gonna get all close, and I think they even might have held hands for a little second there. Then he go in for the kiss, and then she's like, "Nah, I got a boyfriend." So why you been sitting here doing this with me all day? You know, you know, you know how the, we saw. We all saw he got game, man. You know what they be on, man. They want you yeah. to get acclimated. You know what I'm saying? Let you know what's what the potential of being on the campus is. But this is the thing, though. The girl that's dating the running back. Showing the freshman running back around town. Come on, man. Cause the, the running back, like, hey man, go show my man, you know what I'm saying? The campus, get him, get him comfortable. Let him know what could possibly be. You know what I mean? We we need him here just in case. Man, look. It's this supposed to be my protege. 
No, they was not fucking with each other at all. No, I know, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. But uh, but yeah, she she wanted for that. Um, so yeah, I, I think losing Isaiah, I think just the 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 type of movie that it was, the budget that it was probably given. I think that losing Isaiah wasn't like a box office hit. Mm-mm. So that's probably you know part of the reason. But the performance wise, she had the performance there. But yeah. a lot of her great greatest performances was really after she won that Oscar though. Yeah, man. Um. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? We mentioned Catwoman, and I, I think Catwoman was an attempt to see if she could carry over from that um, Storm, um, her appearance at Storm. And maybe that's what they was kind of thinking. Um, to me, one of my favorite movies, and I'm already telling you now because I know we got to do our top three. Um, my favorite Halle Berry movie of all time is Introducing Dorothy Damage. Okay. That's that's always been my favorite Halle Berry movie. She showed her ass in it. Um, not only that, she actually helped people understand who Dorothy Dandridge was. So, um, yeah, like her her putting that on the map. It's an HBO joint too. So if y'all got HBO Max, y'all can still go check out uh, introducing Dorothy Dandridge. It's like um, she she was like a um, how can I put it? What's the uh, She's like a cabaret girl who ended up basically being turned into um, a star, a singer, you know what I'm saying, everything like that. Um, they basically took her from showgirl to, you know what I'm saying, famous singer. Um, she had some ups and downs, you know what I'm saying, she dealt with some drugs and everything like that. But, you know what I'm saying, check her out, man. She It's, it's a very, very, um, very important story in black history. Um, but when I first saw that movie, that's what really, you know what I'm saying, showed me how great. Halle Berry was because you know what I'm saying she had to actually do play a dramatic role and me coming up my only time really seeing Halle Berry was on the Flintstones movie and in Baps at the time so you know what I'm saying going from that and then seeing her in X-Men and then you know what I'm saying then out of the blue you know what I'm saying here comes Swordfish just know you know what I'm saying I, I grew up with um a great, a great, uh, a great trail on Halle Berry. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying. She, she has, she has some, some, some great, um, she has some great movies. And like you said, from the um, performances she's had after, you know what I'm saying. Um, oh, which one did you say? Uh, not losing Isaiah. What's the one you? Oh, Mustard Ball. Um. The performances she's had after Monsters Ball have really been like on point. Um, so she was also a Bond girl. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. This is just this is just how amazing she is. She was also a Bond girl. Um, she was in um, the Frankie Lyman story. Why do fools fall in love? So she was one of his wives in that. So you know what I'm saying? Like she's done a bunch of. Iconic roles, um, but to me the most important one, the one that the one that really set her above everybody else was Swordfish. Yeah, I don't remember what the number was, uh-huh. but I remember it was. It was in the millions. Like, just, just for, just for, what three seconds? Yeah. Of the. I good. think it was. I think it was like. I want to say it was six million or maybe sixty million. 
Yeah. Late, don't quote me, but I know it was in the millions. She got millions. Them million dollar boobies, bro. But this is what this is what people got to understand, though. You know what I'm saying? If there's people out there that's younger than us that's listening to this, this movie came out in 2001. Yes. There wasn't no OnlyFans. Mm-mm. Wasn't no Instagram. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? You Who had to wait. Saying you even had to, what they was. No, listen. Let me tell you something. You had to wait for your shit to load up to watch something to see boobies. That's what. I'm and saying. if you ain't, and if you ain't had a, if you ain't had a bootleg cable, you definitely wasn't seeing none. And it's like. She was, I mean, right at this time, she was like the sexiest woman like in the world. What? And it's like, just like it, she and was you never, the sexiest woman. In yeah, the world, and you never seen them. So exactly. it was all this anticipation of like, because yes. at the time, there were like, dude, even when I go back and watch like mm-hmm. these like old Friday the 13th and shit, mm-hmm. like, Motherfuckers just showing their titties for no reason. Like this is not the same, bro. But it's not no, no. But what I'm saying, no. What I'm saying is like, it ain't like motherfuckers wasn't showing them. Yeah, it's just she never did. See, that's what I'm saying. Like Friday the Thirteenth boobs ain't the same as Halle Berry boobs. And I'm gonna say, I'm gonna tell you why. Friday the Thirteenth boobs. We don't know none of these chicks for real. We don't really. They they don't have no mystique, no aura about them. True. Right. The equivalent of Halle Berry's boobs at the time would have been like J Lo coming out in panties in the movie in the two in the early two thousands. We if we'd have got that if we'd have got that in a movie, right? Not even fully, not even. I'm talking about just underwear. We'd have went crazy the same way, bro. This is true. This is true. Uh, you know the whole thing about insurance on her ass. And all of this shit. So come on, man. So it was like people was waiting to see her ass, and everybody was waiting to see Holly Berry's boots. Mm-hmm. And then you got to see him with a huge ass paycheck. And, and then they were not disappointing, dude. It, that was the only reason I watched Swordfish. Oh, I know. Like, I still, I still watch it to this day because of that. It's like, yo, it's like I heard about it, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh shit. Okay, well, I gotta watch it. Like, <laughs> like, yes. like I gotta see this. And yes. then when I saw it, it was like there was disappointment, but it was a little bit. Huh? Because it was like, okay, come on, man. It's like three seconds, man. It was like, yo, I need more. And it's you, you didn't know how to pause your VCR? I mean, it's not that I didn't know how to pause the VCR, but I'm just saying, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You don't always watch movies by yourself. It's like, Sheet. I can't do something. Let me tell you something, man. I, I knew how to slow down. I knew how to slow down the play. <laughs> I'm going to do all that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I've seen them for way longer than three seconds. Just know that. <laughs> hey, buddy, that stupid. shit is burned in my memory. This is true. I, I, I get it. I get it. But, you know, when you, when you look at when you look at her lineup, man, like, yeah. I mean, she's only been she's only been in, as an actress as numbers sixty two. Mm-hmm. For her to be around as long as she has, it's not yeah. a lot. But but let's can we just talk about her last two action joints though? Oh come on, man! You know you know you just really want to talk. About, well, yeah, too, because yeah, you know you you you're a Kingsman. Um, but, come on, man! Listen, but I, John Wick three and the Kingsman joint. 
Now, I know she ain't really get busy like that in the Kingsman joint. She was just, you know what I'm saying, kind of like a, um, kind of like the, the, the tech lady or whatever. But I think she still held it down, especially like replacing the, the, the one dude. <coughs> Excuse me. Especially replacing the one dude after he blew up. And then we turn around from that, right? And then go into John Wick 3. Mind you, she's 50-something years old, bro. 55. John Wick 3C is getting busy. The only other woman I've seen do this is Angela Bassett. And she's like, what, 60, mid-60s? Yeah. Probably almost 70. And she did that in uh, Atomic Milkshake or whatever that movie is called. Like, <laughs> what is that shit called? Gunpowder. Man. There you go. Yeah, whatever it's called. It, it's like it was like Atomic Blonde and Milkshake Gunpowder mixed up. Atomic Milkshake. She was in that, and she was doing her thing in the fight scene. When I was in the bar, like she was getting busy. So for for me to see somebody that you know, what I'm saying, and I know you know, what I'm saying they keep themselves in shape. You know, what I'm saying they're used to doing this kind of thing. But to see Halle Berry at the age of fifty. 54, 55, whatever, and her actually getting out there and doing the stuff she did, taking the action roles and everything else, like, that was impressive. I'm with you. I'm with you. She... Listen, man. She is... Man. She falls in this category where it's, it's, it's like... She's kind of in a class by herself because when you look yeah. at like a yeah. woman like Viola Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Like Viola Davis is in a good way. Mm-hmm. In a good way. She's like the drama queen. What I mean by drama queen is you put her in a drama like field role, like she's killing that shit. Even even the even the five minutes she had. And Corn Fisher, like yeah, she killed that shit. So she's like the 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 drama person that you're you're gonna get like the best performance out of her. And it's like when you think about Holly Berry, I mean, man, she was in DC movies, she was in thrillers, she was in horrors, she was in comedies, and it's like, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, man, she's fine as hell, and it's like. I don't know, man. It's just like she's in this class where I, 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 I don't think there's a lot of other people in there with her, man. You know the only person. Mm-hmm. You don't know the only person that that, and it just popped up in my head. And we did a, uh, we did a uh, appreciation on her as well. The only other person that I think is. Similar in a way is Charlize Theron. Mm. Actually, you know what? That is a great point. Only because, yeah, that range. No, really, that range. She's been in hella action movies. Um, still doing action movies to this day. She's been in a bunch of a bunch of serious joints. Uh, I want to say she's probably done maybe one or two comedic joints. 
She like, did yeah. that one uh, with grown, not grown ups, role model. I think it was role. No, was it role model? She didn't do role models. It was a uh, shit. What was that movie? Where she didn't have her shit together and she had to move back to her old uh her uh like when she went to high school and shit. Oh, I know exactly what you're uh, talking about. Um, it wasn't grown ups. Um, it was growing up something. Hold on. Yeah, it was growing up something. It was something in that way, and like that that shit was funny. Like she she ended up, she ended up killing that shit. That's the only yeah. person that I can think. And, and she's the old guard. She's still kicking yeah. ass. Yes. Literally, and I haven't seen it yet, but I don't know how much ass she's really kicking. Um, as far as the Fast and the Furious joints that she's in, I haven't seen nine yet. But in eight, she's perceived to be this badass, but you don't really see her really fight right. anybody or anything. But uh, that's the only other person that I could think of that has a similar career. Mm-hmm. Because look, Aaron a- Flex, she she's you know what I'm saying that's her that's her Catwoman. You know oh, what I'm big time, big so, time, big time. So it's not it's not a lot of women in in that class, right? So Holly Berry's a whole legend out here, man. Whole beauty I mean, queen legend out here. One hundred percent, bro. And then not only that, man. Like um, for her to still be at it, you know what I'm saying. She got herself into producing and um, executive producing. You know what I'm saying? They they brought out the um, the Boomerang TV show on BET. She's an executive producer, and that and she was really one of the uh, main reasons that a lot of people ended up getting into it because you know what I'm saying she um, she decided to join in and um, jump in on that bandwagon. And I think you know what I'm saying that's dope for her to do because you know she's been in the game so long. You know she can definitely help a lot of the young talent, you know what I'm saying, grow. She can definitely help them, um, you know what I'm saying, with some of the issues that they're going to have as young talent. So to see her in that, you know what I'm saying, in that lane, I think that's very, very dope. Yes, sir, man, yes, sir. So we don't do uh, fire – I mean, we can do a fire flame on her. But um, oh, no, it's a, come on, man, it's a ten out of five. What are we talking? About? <laughs> what but uh, <laughs> but on appreciations, you know, we do we do uh, our top three, which is it's kind of difficult to do with her because like some of the movies, like there's some that where she just wasn't the main character that I love. Like, like for instance, like one one of my a movie that that's high to me. But she didn't have a huge role in it. She actually died like like 15, 20 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. But The Last Boy Scout, The Last Boy Scout was fucking good. It was a good okay. movie, but she just wasn't in it long. But uh, so we're going to do a top three uh, Holly Berry movies. Yes, sir. Very interested to see what your top three is going to be. <laughs> because you be, you, be, you be all over the spectrum, man. Um, oh, yeah, big I, time. I get mine real quick, man. I mean, obviously, in no order. Uh, obviously, uh, Gothica. I mean, uh-huh. Gothica. Are we done, Gothica? And that that movie is just, oh, man. Gothica is a, is a whole whole legend out here that uh-huh. people just sleep on. Um, for me, for me, Perfect Stranger, man. Um, okay. That movie, man, was was just. 
Another one. Another one that was just slept on. Um, and my final movie, man. Oh, man. I got to go Boomerang, man. Gotta nice. go boomerang. Nice. Gotta go boomerang. Nice. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, for me, it's gonna be um well I already told y'all I've ripped introducing Dorothy uh, Dangerous. That's my favorite Halle Berry movie. I think she did a hell of a job in that movie. Um and she helped bring uh Dorothy Dangerous' story to light. Um at the time a lot of people didn't know about Dorothy Dandridge. Um and the fact that you can still go watch it now, um, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot to learn. Um, X-Men, of course, you know what I'm saying? I love Darius Storm. Um, the first time we actually seen a black woman actually get the chance to play a superhero um, outside of Pam Greer in the 70s. And she really wasn't like a superhero. She was more like a crime fighter. So um, that. And then last but not least, man, Swordfish. <laughs> Come on now. I don't yeah, even got to tell you the reason for that. Yeah, everybody know the reason for that. Man, come on, man. We're talking about <laughs> acting, man. We're talking about acting. She was nah. acting. She was acting out. <laughs> <laughs> come on now. Oh, man. Yo. Okay, right. We probably should have talked about this in pre-production. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all bear with us. As far as the coming soon, man, I don't know, man. Um... Because of what we what we was talking about when we were texting earlier today when we yes. was at work. Yeah. You know, could could be some changes. So yeah. I mean, should we just go ahead and hold off on the coming soon? Because um I think because I think it's gonna be different from what we got now. I, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I think we can wait. I think we could push those back. Um depending on how we how we uh plan it out this weekend. So uh, there will be no coming soon trailer this week. Uh, I'm sorry, this Friday. Unfortunately, um, we talked, like he said, we talked offline, um, and in pre-production we kind of had a little bit about it, but we really didn't discuss too much. Um, but two new movies just dropped this weekend. We definitely got to get to them, only because they are pretty much much anticipated. Um, we've been talking about them for like the last two three weeks, so we're gonna check them out. We're gonna discuss it. Tuesday is gonna be like a surprise for y'all. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. Give them a little surprise. Little. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, man, you know what I'm saying? It's it's gonna be what it is for right now. Um, just tune in Tuesday to see what we doing. It's gonna be well. You ain't gotta really tune in because y'all gonna read the title anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't really gonna be too much of a surprise. But, yeah, I mean, once you download it and see, you know what I'm saying, you'll be surprised there. Um, but, yeah, so no coming soon this week. Um, yeah, man, just thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, shout out to uh, our guys, J.D. Oracle. Shout out to Seed. Shout out to E. Carter, um, our co-host on the 4-3 pod, coming to you September 15th. Do not miss out. Um what else? Um, shout out to everybody that's been supporting us this long. We greatly appreciate it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Your support does not go unnoticed. Also, um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at viewer 9 pod and Twitter at viewer 9 pod It's the same. It's all one word. 
Um, make sure you follow us. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, you show us some love. Retweet, repost, all that good stuff. Put our post in your stories, all that. Um, also, follow me on, I'm sorry, Facebook, um, VA Pod Watch Group. Don't let me forget that. VA Pod Watch Group on Facebook. If So if you use Facebook, you can join up there too. Um, make sure, you know what I'm saying, to follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. You can follow me on Instagram as well at Scoots Bronson underscore TV. You can also follow me on my other podcast, 15 Minutes of Fame. Um, oh, make sure you go to ovop.storeenvy.com. Buy some T-shirts, man. I got some uh, brand new T-shirts I just put up. So go support that as well. And uh, that's all I got, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, you can follow me at s.foster8. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, tw- at, 28 minutes of, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on Instagram. 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. Also, uh, please go follow. Let me see. So, Instagram is 43 underscore pod. Um, that's the, uh, the new podcast that we got coming out Wednesday, um, September the 15th. Yes, and it's at official what is it at official 43 yeah it's official 43 pod yep yeah at uh official 43 pod go check that out uh go pre-subscribe man uh so you can get that alert when that podcast for the audio to finally come out so please go follow us there man we're gonna mm-hmm. have so much fun on this podcast it's highly anticipated man uh yeah. at least for us it is um yeah. so yeah man definitely and Stay tuned. I appreciate everybody's support. Um, I had an idea for the 28 minutes or less. Uh, the timing might not work, but I still got an idea for it. So just be on the lookout, man, um, for something to pop up on there. So I, I got I got some I got something in mind. So just be on the lookout. Yeah, man. Um, once again, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Um, like we said, make sure you guys go follow the socials. Make sure you go pre-subscribe to the 4-3 pod, especially if you love football. Ladies, if you don't like football, but you want to be able to be, you know what I'm saying, listening to what your husband say or your man say, and you know what I'm saying, you want to be able to talk with him and hang out with him, this is the perfect pod to listen to, perfect pod to find out all kind of information and surprise your man with because you never know, you know what I'm saying, he might end up getting you that Birkin because you know something about football. And with that being said, Like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Good.